Freaking back, baby. Everybody right now drop a FTD okay. in the comments. Everybody drop FTD in I the wanna comments. I want to see how many FTDs we can get in the comments on get YouTube. Get a free 25 bucks. Get a free 25 bucks asterisk. <laughs> we're not going to say what the asterisk is, except the asterisk says you don't actually get it, but... But... I want to go over the new sound effects real quick. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. This one's still the same. Like it, like it, and love it. That one's the same because I tried to replace it and the like file wasn't compatible or something. <laughs> we got this one here to stay. Yo, 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 gang, you feel me? Yo, you feel me? Yo, 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 I like it. So if we start saying okay. something sad, we can start making <laughs> anything really sad. I like that. Today, Gus. Yeah. I stubbed my toe when I woke up. First thing, stubbed my toe. Hurt so bad. Damn. Hey, what's up, everyone on Instagram? This is your boy Devin, and I hate motherfucking lizards. They're so fucking annoying, and they walk so fucking slow. Lizards? And they eat disgusting flies. So fucking gross. And they live in a desert, super hot all the time. No thanks. I would hate to be a lizard. Having to sweat my balls off in my apartment is good enough for me. At least I'm not freezing cold, just winter, bitches. <laughs> Who is that guy? <laughs> it's this guy I found on my Instagram. What's it? Drop his at. Drop his at. Uh, his name is Devin Sweeney. Devin. Devin oh, I see him. Followed Devin by Gus. Sweeney. Yep. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. What's up, everyone? On Give me a listen. Instagram. This my is favorite your boy influencer Devin. right now. And I have to say, the most sexiest anime character that I have to say really turned me on is that guy Archer. He's so sexy, and he always fuck females, which is so kind of kinky in a way. I would love to suck Archer's dick if he was a real character in real life. Bye, bitches on Instagram. Okay. Now, who is Ajo? He says, my favorite character is Ajo. And, <laughs> and regular uh, heterosexuality is very kinky to him. Well, yeah. <laughs> to him, he's he's obviously gay. His, he is. His kink is straight people. Yeah, it That's is. That's kind of cool. Oh, listen to this one. This one's really good. Is it this one? Yep. How was your day? Hey, what's up, everyone on Instagram? This is your boy, Devin. And I just ordered some Little Caesars pizza after I did some laundry today. And the pizza delivery guy was so fucking hot. Totally want to go down on my knees and suck his big dick. <laughs> and it was great. Got clean clothes now. Nice and full from pizza. Now I'm going to smoke some marijuana, bitches. <laughs> Bye, everyone on Instagram. Hope you all having a good day. My day was good. How was yours? Now that was that was the first one I saw, and I thought it was just like my Instagram feed is full of like retarded people and people dying. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and uh, he said like, "Yeah, I just got some uh, Little Caesars Dude. pizza, and I'm uh, 
folding my laundry and then that happened that really threw me for a loop i'm like i gotta save this for the pod i think you were in the room while i was watching it for the first time that guy's really the pizza driver was really really hot cute little kitty that's like almost blackface is that him well on his early instagram post there's some different dude Devin Sweeney took over. Probably hacked Hey, what's up, everyone on Instagram? <laughs> this is your boy Devin, and I hate motherfucking lizards. They're so fucking. I hate lizards. He hates lizards. They're so hot. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is your boy Devin, and I think having sexual toys when you're having sex is a waste of time. Like, isn't your sex life that interesting that you gotta have? Geardos and toys shove up your pussy and ass. Like, I'm old-fashioned. I don't use toys when I have sex with guys. I'm old-fashioned. I let them fuck me with their big cock instead of a dumb plastic dildo. Fuck that shit. Sex toys are so stupid, I think. Because, like, if you're sex like that, point that you need toys, you're excited. Maybe you should be out of that relationship. Just saying, bitches. Damn. Now he he's does got some strong opinions. He's got some strong opinion. He hates lizards and he hates dodos. He does not like dodos. Yeah. I I think that his his like his face has kind of like you could tell something's going on just by looking at his face. I thought he had Down syndrome. It's like, but it looks different than regular Down syndrome. He's half. He's mixed. He's mixed. <laughs> <laughs> Mom was Down syndrome. Dad was regular. <laughs> he actually his got, dad was a wizard <laughs> the speech thing he actually got from his dad his dad left because he was a lizard he was a lizard That's i a, hate lizards i hate lizards tell you what he's they on just, cameo they just live out in the hotness <laughs> oh i just i i love i wish ah, i could meet that guy i wonder if he's being real or not it's 14 dollars for a cameo are you serious yeah what or three dollars to message him on cameo Wait, and would he message back? Um, I think so. Book a business video, 180? What does that Whoa, mean? Oh, my God. I think you know what that means, a business video. This guy means business. Austin, you're a fat fuck, and you always have to go to the gym to lose weight because you eat like a motherfucker, and you wonder why you're so fat, you fucking piece of shit, fat fuck. You always have to go to the gym because you're just a fat, lazy, eat Everything can. So you think that Instagram is just all hey, his cameos? Sandy Kruger, I don't know if I'm... No. Or, hey, or you think he's being real? everyone on Cameo? This is your boy, Devin. Oh, yeah. And Colby is a lazy fucking cunt. Colby. All he does is eat chips and Colby. sit on his motherfucking fat ass. <laughs> and his girlfriend has a fat forehead. Like WTF. <laughs> Her forehead looks like a fucking watermelon. <laughs> Oh, I love fourteen his bucks. We got to get him to put on like of words. Everybody, so good. hey, everybody watching FTD, <laughs> you suck. I want you to pull your pants down and pull your big fat hog out so I can get on my knees and suck. It and I hate lizards. <laughs> I find it very attractive when people are attracted to the opposite sex. Can you imagine if your kink and dildos was- are for weetards. <laughs> and I hate you and lizards if you use dildos because I just think real thing is you need to check your relationship and the real thing about it. 
that's my Devin Sweeney. We might get canceled for that, actually. Holy frick. I shouldn't have fired that off so fast. <laughs> we should have waited until the, wait till we the wait end. Wait until the 20-minute part. Well, you got what you pay for. You if you're listening to you, FTD, yeah, you don't know what you're going to get. what you pay for. Speaking of oh. FTD, you don't know what you're going to get, and like keeping up with us. It's basically like... Keeping up with the... Keeping up with the uh, up with FTDs. The, with the FTDs nuts, baby. Yeah. Well, it's been, I don't know, two weeks since we recorded one. Yeah, it's been a really long time, and a lot has happened. So much has happened. And last week, when we were kind of going to do the pod, and then it just didn't happen. Yeah. I had, like, so much to say, and uh, I tried to, like, recollect all of it today, like, what what, what happened, but it's been so long that I, I don't even know. Well, immediately after we stopped the last one, pretty much immediately after we went to Pinehurst. Oh yeah, yeah, for the triathlon. The triathlon was my crazy. first triathlon. Oh, I Yeah, yeah. Your boy's a triathlete. Olympic distance, baby. Put uh thirty-three <laughs> miles in the books. Was it thirty-three? No, it was like almost forty miles. Yeah, so the the craziest part to me was when we got there and and we were. I rode up with your dad in the the old trusty RV. Yeah, it was a family excursion, and we which went, was pretty cool. We rode up there, set up this campsite at this airstrip, which is weird because yeah. it's this airstrip in Pinehurst that also has this world famous world famous barbecue joint. <laughs> it was so funny when I pulled up, I was like. I've been here before. It's, what is it? Pig, pick and pig. Pick and pig, yeah. And it was actually amazing food. But the campsite attached to it yep. was like the trashiest. Yeah. It, it was just, it's one of those where they live there. They live there. And it's weird because it's such a fancy, nice place. And then you have this you got the, you got dusty the, campsite. Yeah, you got the dusty. There's like, a lot of them had... Like the windows were all busted out on their campers, uh-huh. and everything was like saggy, like it had been there for years. Oh, and there's so like many cats. cats. There's so, so many, cats. many cats. The the girl next to us, she kept like peering through her blinds, <sighs> and like she had nine cat cages at the front of her camper, <laughs> yeah. and her like windows were open. Oh, it's just. But ugh. you and I ran up to the site of the triathlon. Yeah, the night before we went to pick up my packet. Yeah, and we. Uh, it, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I almost threw up. Yeah, so we had we were looking out at the the lake where it all starts around this lake cuz the triathlon starts with a freaking long swim. Long, too long, dude. And oh I was God. looking out at the buoys and I remember watching you look out at the buoys cuz I didn't have to do it. You knew you were doing it the next day. <laughs> yeah. And I saw your your like when you when we found the farthest buoy, mm-hmm. I watched your face drop. Hey, that was like too easy. You got like you got a little white in the face, but you no. were talking big game. You were like, "Oh, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine." And but your face was like, I could tell you were like, "Holy shit!" That's I just so like far. I had never seen that distance, which for everyone listening, it was three quarters of a mile, so it was like fifteen hundred meters. I had never seen that distance before, like in my training. It doesn't sound that it doesn't long sound that long or that far, but when you see it, when you see it, you're like, ah, oh, that's pretty far. And I wasn't that nervous about it going into the swim because the the week leading up, I had done a fifteen hundred meter swim, but okay. it was in the pool. Yeah, and so it it's just way more controlled in the pool, and the, it's, the lake is just it was pretty intimidating. But I had 
the nerves were under control because I was like, ah, oh, you rely on the training. You've done yeah. this before. You know, you can go further than you've trained to. Mm-hmm. That's like part of it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a little bit, it was a little bit further than I thought and it was going to be. We got there in the morning and you had already been there for however long and you were all in your wetsuit ready to go with your green swim cap on yeah we were like oh my gosh he's about to do it and then when it, they launched all the people off it was crazy because you just saw like it was weird it was like everyone getting in the water and just slapping the water with their arms mm-hmm. made this like powerful like trail of humans yeah. you could just see where the people were but you couldn't see people because it was so far away it was just this trail of like water ripply it looked like there was a lot of wind or something. It was so weird. <laughs> it, it oh. Dude, standing on the beach, I wasn't even the thing. I wasn't even nervous. I was excited. And then we they call our time or whatever, and we all run into the water. And I'm like, all right, slow and steady, slow and steady. As soon, like, we're going straight for the first buoy. Mm-hmm. And the sun is rising right at the first buoy. Oh. Like it was it was the buoy and then the sun was right above the buoy. Yeah. And in my goggles immediately fogged up. <laughs> and I was I was just doing the like the I guess front crawl, which is like the freestyle. Everyone knows that's freestyle. It's like freestyling really slow. And I must have been like pushing harder with my right arm. Yeah. Because I was veering off course. Every time I would I would check the buoy which I barely could see, I would be way off course. I'd be like going way left of the buoy. And so I'd, I'd have to stop, uh, tread for a second, rinse out my goggles, and keep going towards the buoy. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, <laughs> at, at the orientation, they're like, if you uh, are going to like drop out or whatever, just roll over on your back, put your hand up, and like say help or something. Okay. <laughs> Because they had Dude, a bunch of boats and like kayaks yeah, and they had a boards bunch, out there. Yeah, they did a good job with that. Yeah. They had a ton of people out there like for your safety. And about like three quarters of a way to the first buoy. By the way, there was, what was there, four buoys to get to the furthest point? Um, yeah. I think there, yeah. And I was three quarters away the first buoy. And I still had three more to get to. <laughs> Dude, my brain was saying... S- roll over and scream help roll <laughs> over and scream help roll over and scream help i just want to be like help yeah help! that would and have been like, insane if you had done and that i was like I, I just can't i was like my uh goggles were so fogged i couldn't see anything i barely got to the first buoy and i was like super nauseous because like the I don't know. Something was happening with my vision, and like, yeah. it was so bizarre. And then just the nerves of that happening. The nerves of it happening. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not even to the first freaking buoy, and I can't see, and I can't <laughs> swim, and and so I just like, I I quit the free, and I kept going off course with the freestyle. Yeah. So I quit the freestyle and did the little breaststroke to the first buoy, and then I could not get my goggles unfogged so i literally, <laughs> i just took my goggles and put them up then everyone else like you wear your goggles and yeah it's like a rule you don't like take your goggles off because that's like the first song of, like losing <laughs> and, I, and i freaking i uh i get like halfway i pass the first buoy i'm still freaking out and I get halfway to the next buoy and I'm like, I'm still really not comfortable. And so I just flipped over on my back and like, 
I was just staring at the sky, like just I was like, I'm on land. No water, no yeah, water, no yeah, water. Yeah. And I just I'm like I had never done a backstroke before uh-huh. in the pool. And I was like just pretending to like know what I was doing with the backstroke. Yeah. And I did that all the way to the furthest buoy. And then got to the end. Dude, that took so long to get to. it felt like five hours to like, get there. Yeah. And then I crossed the triangle, which was the halfway, and was on my way back, and I had to turn around because I got super uncomfortable on my back all of a sudden. I was like all nauseous, and I flipped back around, and I was doing the breaststroke the rest of the way, and like the people came up, and the kayakers were like, are you good? Are you okay? <laughs> They're like, can you continue? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. I must do it. Yeah, at least three people asked me if I was okay. That's funny. Which is good. It is good. Thank you god for them but like i I was not gonna quit and then when i ran up out of the water that was i think like passing the dock the the close dock to the point the boat ramp yeah i that was probably the happiest moment of my life and i think i was one of the last people in for my group it took the the swim took i think wasn't like 48 minutes or something Oh, that was so brutal. Well, but they launched soon. in waves. Yeah. So the people who had already qualified with good times in triathlons before got to go first. Yeah, they do they do the the professionals first yeah. and then the geezers that are like pretty fast and then the amateurs and then yeah, I think I think that's how it went. It, yeah, and then yeah. so your group was the last to start cuz you hadn't like set a time before. So mm-hmm. so you weren't like anything yet. Yep. And, and so, uh, for like reference, I think um, the winner of the race did the swim in like twenty minutes or something. It was insane. This dude maybe it was less than twenty Cause, minutes. Because from my perspective, as soon as you were in your group getting ready to get in the water, like I thought I would have some way to like tell it was you. No way. Yeah, no way. It was like as soon as you, everyone was dressed in pretty much the same suits uh-huh. with the same caps on. There's no way to tell who you are. So once you hit the water, I lost you immediately. But. The first guy to come in was so fast, and he got out of the water, <laughs> and from the water, you had to, like, run around this little thing and then go and get your bike in this little place where all the bikes were, and the dude was, like, casually running really fast, <laughs> yeah. and, and he looked like he just could not wait to get his bike. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it yeah. wasn't like he was pushing himself. Yeah. It was like he was, he was still so, holding back. He was, like, like, very happy. He was so happy, and he wasn't wearing a full wetsuit. He was just wearing shorts, and and he's, like, jacked <laughs> and tall. Like, he's a giant yeah, he dude. He said he looked like a Greek god. He looked like Aquaman or something. He blew out of the water. <laughs> like, and, and it was not like he got out of the water and had to, like, push his arms up. It was like he ran out of the water. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah. he switched from... He ran on the water the whole time. He switched from swimming to running, <laughs> like, in... Like before he even got to land. Like, he started running on the water and then he was just, like, running <laughs> to his bike. And then he freaking took off on his bike and then like another group of two guys came in and then another group of three guys came in yeah and that wasn't like right away it was like maybe 40 seconds between and then it was another couple minutes before anyone else came through so it was like the yeah it was like the top six guys yeah and then the rest and then everyone from the first group pretty much made it through and then we were waiting and waiting and then like the (laughs) second group started really coming in and then we were waiting and the third group coming in and i was like 
I don't like when that many people are out in the water because in my mind, like, I was worried about them. <laughs> yeah. And I was worried about, yeah. like, I was thinking, oh, Gus is, what if Gus, like, drowns? Is someone going to be out there and, like, It was know? a thought. It, it came across my mind. I was worried when. The drowning thought came across my mind. Well, when you didn't, you weren't showing up. Like, <laughs> when you just, like, weren't <laughs> yeah. showing up to the land. I was so expecting you for, like. 20 minutes once your group was like halfway through i was like he might be in like the middle of his pack and then (laughs) it was like the group was really straggling in and then i was like holy shit did gus die he died there was like three green caps left bobbing around yeah i know and i was like i was like what is going on and then i and then you finally you made it and i was like I had a, like a sense of relief. Like I was like, I know you're not gonna die running or biking, <laughs> yeah. but but you could die in the water. Oh, and then yeah. when you got out, I felt a sense of relief. I was like, okay, he's not in the water anymore. And then when the last yeah. person got out, I felt like this immense relief. But I had also I didn't have any breakfast that morning because we had woke up early, woken up early, and. I also had like two big ass cups of coffee. Oh, so, so you were so wired. The, I was wired and I was just <laughs> you nervous. Were anxious. I was sitting there waiting for everybody to get out of the freaking water. As soon as I hit the freaking I kept trying to hit the ground under the water with my legs. I kept <laughs> yeah. missing. I'm like, how deep is it? As soon as I hit it, I was like <gasps> like life. Yeah. And you ran by you ran by us and I was like, Yeah <laughs> And you just like smacked my head. I was like, dang. <laughs> is that really? Yeah. Didn't even know. <laughs> I was like, didn't even know. I was like down trying to take yeah. like, cool pictures. <laughs> just punch you. You just punched, punched me you in the face. <laughs> you punched me in the head. <laughs> Knocked and you out. It, you mostly uh, hit my hat, so it was fine. But I was like, got kind of knocked off my <laughs> axis, and then you just ran by. Ran and by. You got, and then I, the transitions. We down. got to watch you get on your bike and everything, and then the bike was really good. Yeah, I felt like my uh, my uncle, who's like the triathlon guy. He was telling me what his like transition times were, and I beat him by like four minutes at both really transitions. Yeah, because so, you have to do that all yourself. Yeah, I had a really good transition time getting my suit off and my uh, cycling gear stuff on, and then I got out there, and all the people that beat me in the swim, I absolutely dusted them in the bike. I think I passed like 40, 45 people on the bike. And I was flying on the bike. Yeah, and I, I think that y- you've definitely trained running and biking like way more than swimming. Like you didn't, yeah. you barely trained. Honestly, swimming. the the cycling and the the swimming, I probably did the same. But I'm just way better on the bike because because I grew up riding bikes and stuff. Yeah, it's like you kind of know how to ride a bike. Uh-huh. It's just like riding a bike. Just like riding a bike. Swimming, mm-hmm. not like riding a bike. Not like riding a bike at all. That sucked. And then. Yeah, so it was like 30 miles on the bike, freaking flew through that. It was actually really fast, like hour 20 minutes or something like that, and then hopped off, and the run was super hilly, actually, and, but it was good. The run the run ended up being good. Yeah, so... Yeah, I just feel comfortable, like, any t- during that whole event, I was most comfortable running, just because I run so much, Yeah, and I run, like, three hours a week. Well, because spectating it spectating it was weird because like we saw you and we could see everybody running we couldn't tell where you were but we could just see everybody swimming right yeah and uh and then you got back and you hit the bike and you just left but then you'd come back to the same spot where you transitioned into running and then you'd run back to the same spot so it was like this one parking lot at this like lake in this neighborhood where 
everybody would everything kind of yeah, happened the, from it was there. The transition zone. So yep. spectating it, we would just you'd start something, we'd wait an hour, yeah. we'd see you, we'd be like, there he is, and then we'd wait another hour, and there's mm-hmm. oh, there he is again. Uh which was sick that you guys came. It was I, fun. The yeah, so I finished. Um, I finished pretty good. I think my time was like three hours and 30 minutes, which isn't a good time by any means, but for the first time, it's, yeah. it's whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the next last weekend I had the, the Chapel Hill 10 miler, which it was funny. It went from like everyone showing up to the triathlon to no one like came with me. I thought even like one of my buddies would run with me. Yeah. And nobody ran with me. I didn't say one word to one person. That's crazy. I just ran that race and that was the Chapel fun. Hill ten miler was the next weekend. Yeah. And so that was that was pretty cool. That was like a crazy hilly run. Crazy hilly run, but it was it was a really cool run because you're like running around UNC Chapel Hill. Yeah. And all like Franklin Street and all that. And you start I started in the Tar Heel Stadium. Which was kind of cool, um, but yeah, those were the athletic endeavors over the past two weeks. So but <laughs> the freaking triathlon, triathlon is a different mother trucker, man. It oh, it hits you. Oh, it's so weird. It's like even every single one of those three activities by themselves would have been like a good workout. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not have... insane feats by themselves, but they're not. None of them are easy workouts. They're no, they're all yeah. three of them are like hard workouts. So yeah. just back to back to back is crazy. It it feels it. I understand like the skill now in it because it is like you go run one day, it's like fairly easy. You go bike one day, it's pretty whatever, and then you swim one day, and it's it's pretty easy and then you put all those together and it's like just kind of unbelievably hard yeah like going from uh swimming oh god the swimming i can't believe it i was so close to quitting i was so close i know i would never quit i would probably pass out and throw up before i quit yeah. but like your brain the little monkey inside your brain is mm-hmm. like let me out let me out well when i watch your group take off the like last two people in the water didn't swim maybe 20 feet mm-hmm. and then i watched them just turn around and return to shore which is so crazy to me we said they did that because you get a free beer yeah they just wanted the free beer yeah. <laughs> which i did not get the free beer well it's i mean even just finishing a triathlon is pretty cool because i i was telling some people i was like yeah um I was telling them about you running the doing the triathlon, and they were like, "Did he finish?" That was the first question. Yeah. Did he finish? And I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. I got a little mad. I was like, "Yeah, he finished." Yeah, he finished. But then I realized it's like I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta try the race one, the the, the short, shorter the one, shortest one, yeah. dude. Just just so you can like see what it's like. Uh-huh. You don't even have to be in sh- like shape to do the fast one yeah because it's like a quarter mile swim uh-huh. 10 mile bike in a 5k yeah that's way shorter so it's like just to see like what it's what the what actual activity yeah is. what it's like kind of like oh i would want dude I, i'd pay you to do that i'd pay for <laughs> you to go do that well okay so once you did the <laughs> once you did the triathlon and i saw all those people which by the way the group of people that was at the triathlon <clears throat> thing were all 
not all annoying, but some of them were just pissing me off because they're like, they're <laughs> so pretentious. They're they're playing this like super pretentious game. I, there's some sports that just end up being so pretentious for no reason. Yeah, and the gatekeepers and the triathlon thing felt like that. Like all these people were like. I'm in this fancy town in North Carolina doing a fancy sport with my fancy friends and I'm going to run and then I'm going to go. <laughs> it's like it's a it's like three pretentious sports yeah. into one. I mean, I guess running's not that pretentious, but cycling is and, cycling and swimming is. is. And swimming is because they're actually <clears throat> really expensive to get into. Yeah. Cycling? I mean, you had your bike for free. Yeah, my uncle gave it to me. But if you were shout out to, him, if you were trying to get into a, a like a nice competitive road bike, you're paying like. But I did tell bucks. you, I saw the guy with the razor helmet. Yeah, and he was on the Schwinn. Yeah, he was on the Schwinn Walmart there, bike with the razor helmet. There's no excuses. And really? he swam so much faster than I did. Yeah, there's no. I passed him at like mile fifteen. Yeah. There's no excuses, realistically. If you want to go do it, just go do it. But <laughs> that guy that was so fast on the like, imagine if he had a really nice bike, that dude would have been oh, out of there. Because you should have seen his legs, how fast they were going yeah. on that Schwinn. <laughs> they were going so fast on his little plastic pedals. <laughs> oh, I saw another guy. I passed him, and I actually asked him. You know how you have the clip-ons for the bike shoes? Yeah. This guy had the clip on, uh, on his little, what do you call it? The, it was on his bike. The little clip on things were on his bike, but he had just tennis shoes on. So he didn't have a pedal. He was just standing on the little tiny clip on loops. And I asked him, I was like, oh, you forget your shoes? He's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the worst. That would. To have these tiny, they're like literally this big to get your uh yeah, they're tiny. your shoe in and he's just he's in his brooks. Yeah, for people who don't know, the bikes that are set up for riding with the shoes, the bottom mm-hmm. of the shoe has this little mount and the the pedal isn't a normal pedal at all. It's just the clip to yeah, clip just, into they, the shoe. Yeah, they call it like a loop loop Be- clip or because something. Because then when you're when you're pushing down it's the same but you don't have to worry about where your foot is on the pedal. It's always at the best spot. Always at the best spot and it allows you to to use more of your leg while you're you can pull yeah. with your hamstring yeah. rather than just pushing so with you're your quad. Pushing and pulling so yeah. you're you get to use way more of the muscles it's in your leg. It's way more efficient. Like you can hold your top speed because of that. It's not I would no say, dead zone. I wouldn't say it's half half the work, but it's probably like what? Like maybe seventy percent. I'd say, yeah, sixty percent. The efficiency is crazy because there is no dead zone. Like on pedals, yeah. there's that dead zone where the one of your pedals is coming up and you're riding it. I've I've never ridden with clips like that, but I've I had a little cage on my mountain bike mm-hmm. that you put your foot into this little cage. Yep, and those made a huge freaking difference. Mm-hmm. You felt like you weren't pedaling nearly as hard. No, you no. It's it's actually crazy what those do. It still burns your burns your legs out, yeah. but definitely not as fast. And you can maintain your speed much better. Have you ever seen somebody fall off their bike with the clips and they can't get their yeah, leg out of the Joe clip? Biden, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Did, was he even wearing clips? I don't though? think he was clipped in. I think he just was old. Jamie, pull it up. Pull it up. JB. 
Joseph Biden bicycle. Why? Okay. They said he was clipped in, but why would he clip in? <laughs> yes. Why would he be clipped in? Oh, he's got, no, he's no, got no, the he's cages. No, no, he's got the cages. He's got the cages. Which are hard. Which. Yeah, you just slip th- your foot back. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Damn, he actually really ate it there. It's crazy because they were trying <laughs> to show service. show him off as like yeah. able-bodied. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it because everyone's like, he's crippled, he's he's old. They so they're like, it. let's they're get him like, on a bike. I, he Mr. falls President, off the bike. do you think you want to go for a, a bike ride today? I'm you know, in a nuclear... I, uh, okay. <laughs> they're like, I think he said yes. I think he said yes. <laughs> the cages was... Oh. See the cages are. I feel like they're easy to. You just slip your foot out. I have almost ate it before. Really? On mine with the because when you pull out, sometimes the pedal angles and like clamps your foot in. So mm. I've come almost all the way down. Okay. So it's not like it, it's not impossible to fall out of the the cages, especially if you don't. See, my uncle said he used to go for like 60 to 100 mile rides and <clears throat> you get to a stop sign. You really don't think about it with the clip-ons because with the clip-ons, you got to, you, you twist, tr- you right? twist your foot yeah. to the side and I haven't, I haven't come close yet, but he says it does. It will happen. What was that? I don't know. There's noises going on. Those are noises. I don't like it. Yeah, there's definitely... I don't know. It's it's definitely a pretentious sport, but <laughs> it was still very impressive. And it actually, I think on the podcast we talked about like a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I bought my running shoes because I was like, I'm going to start running. Yep. And I ran a mile and then I <laughs> didn't run again. <laughs> and <laughs> and yep. then after watching all those freaking dudes and ladies running. There's so many women. There's a lot of women. And so watching everybody just do that whole thing. I was like, oh, I gotta do something. Like, yeah. <laughs> I gotta do something. You get, you get amped up. And and Adam, who was on the pod a couple weeks ago, he started running, and he was he posted his stuff to Strava. Strava is like this social run tracking app. Yeah, it's like yeah, social media for fitness, basically. And so it it you start it, and it tracks your whole run. It tracks like your elevation gain and your speed and your different pace and everything. So it's and it has the map <laughs> of where you ran so it's fun yeah because it i like to do that anyway i used to do that just when no one was you know following just because i yeah i like to see like data of my yeah, me running too. that's why i got this watch yeah German. but i started running again and i've been <laughs> adam started running and then your dad started walking yeah, it's been good, and and so we keep doing. And then my little sister gets on the app. Oh, and yeah, that's ridiculous. she presses she presses record in the beginning of the day, and records for like her entire nine hour day, and it's not her exercising; it's just her it's driving, driving, or it's not all driving. It's like her at school, her today, doing like today was like Anna drove forty two miles or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. 
she does that kind of crap. She'll just get on an app like that. Like, just... like she posted uh, yesterday. Forgot. Forgot I was recording. Lol. Whoops. And Strava does record driving. Oh, which is funny because oh, it's it got, puts it's got it as a little, car. It's got the little car. Thirty-one point seven four miles. Time two hours thirty-eight minutes. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> which is so funny. She yeah she did one uh, that was like ninety miles. Uh, yeah, a few days ago. It's just her entire day, and the, she put a filter on your ma there. Yeah, it's so funny, but yeah, the, it's it's fun. I put, I did a couple runs, and mm. I was doing like every couple days, and I was going to do one yesterday, but I didn't. I gotta do. I'll probably do one when we're at the lake, but um, I'll go with you for a little bit of that because I got I got a one run left this week. Okay, and. uh that's a really hilly run, though, so I probably won't go super far, but I want to yeah. just get some miles in. But the issue was I did a back-to-back days, and I kind of knew I shouldn't be doing that because <laughs> I've not been running for... I ran for, like, two yeah. weeks, and it wasn't, like, progressively training. It was just I would go for a run every couple of days. Yeah, if you're going to do back-to-back, you got to tone down the distance. The back-to-back days I shouldn't have done. I knew it, and I started going, and my knee started hurting, and I was like... <laughs> I didn't want to stop running, mm-hmm. and I should have stopped running. I should have just <laughs> stopped running and been like, I wasn't. So when I passed you, back. when I passed you, you were hurting. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and 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 I was like, <laughs> it, it didn't hurt that bad I while I was running. It didn't hurt super bad while I was running, but I knew it was going to be a problem. Yep. And both knees, I could feel it in it, and I hadn't felt my knees running yep yet so it was just too much load on some of my like whatever ligaments or tendons or whatever yeah the it band the it band and my knee hurt the entire next day and i was like but it was on the outside it was on the outside right yeah it wasn't and it's gone now it's like completely it's completely fine now but it was like a day and then i felt it a hint of it the next day Mm -hmm. for like just a couple times and i was like I just, I'm telling you, I need to get, you got to get into everything slow, I think, but I was, oh yeah, especially running, you, yeah, 100%. running, you gotta get first it. of all, it's running, second of all, I've got those barefoot kind of shoes, they're not mm-hmm. barefoot shoes, but they're, they're like the low drop, so it puts a lot more different load on your body than I'm used to walking yep. around all day, and then also where I run has a lot of hills, so it's, it's like, yeah, if I were if I were getting into it like from your stance, I would do five days a week, three quarter mile runs. I would do I would do five days a week, uh, every weekday do three quarters of a mile, yeah. and then the next week you do like four days a week a mile, mm-hmm. and then the next week you can do like four days a week a mile and a quarter yeah. or something like that. Like it's slow, but like get enough days in there where your body starts to adapt adapt because you yeah. don't want to go you don't want to go three quarter or two miles and then you don't want to go four days until your next run because your body it'll shock your body every time you want it to yeah. be like you want it to be very gradual progressive but like uh, you consistent because i have the same thing with the gym it's well yeah w- with weight training when i was really getting into it last year which i've since kind of completely fallen off actually but (laughs) i i noticed that your muscles and your cardio grow so much faster than your tendons and your skeletal system Mm -hmm. they take the longest by far so i can my muscles and my cardio can outrun my bones 
and my joints and my knees and stuff. I can yeah, you way gotta get those it. right. You gotta get those right. And like the, do you know that guy ATG Fitness or whatever? No. On YouTube, he does like um. A lot of people focus on, like, say your musculars, but nobody focuses on the like internal uh, ligaments and yeah. like everything on the inside really that you don't see. And he does like a lot of videos where you just strengthen those. Like he'll do entire days uh-huh. on his knees and his ankles and really? his wrists and everything. And he's like a huge believer because he had knee surgery at one point uh-huh. and he's been pain free for 10 years now because he j- literally focuses on the stuff that you don't see. Uh-huh. And he does some crazy stuff. Like how strong his insides are, I couldn't even like dream of doing right now. Like he does these crazy exercises. Yeah. But I I think it's really important to to like um put in certain internal exercises like uh with running or weight training i think the it's probably the most important the coolest thing about running to me and the reason i kind of been trying to get into it partially because of the social thing everybody's doing it i want to be part of it (laughs) But, but another part of it is when i graduated from college where i could very easily work in like a two hour weight training workout every single day because I was already on campus and all I had to do was be like I have two hours between these two classes yep I'm just gonna work out during those hours and it was perfect I could get in like five days a week no problem and it wasn't even like I was like that time otherwise I'd be just like sitting there on campus bored or yeah doing some stupid stuff so instead I would just go to the gym it was so easy and and it was part of my day and then once I graduated it takes so long out of your day to go to the gym if you want to start making it a like a habit you have to you have to go there and if you go in the morning which is my favorite way to do it you have to get up at a reasonable time because (laughs) otherwise you're going to waste you're going to start your day at like 10 a.m is feels so so late to me to like get to work at 10 is crazy Uh, and then i so you have to wake (laughs) up early enough and then you have to drive all the way there which even if it's only 15 minutes, that's still 15 minutes of, you know, and then you have to change out, change into your gym clothes, work out. And really, I like to work out for at least like an hour and 15 minutes. I don't want to work out for, you know, 40 minutes at the gym mm-hmm. and then leave. It feels like I might as well not even be going to the gym because <laughs> like the you want to warm up properly and like get going and have a nice workout and let your body rest a little bit and yep. really train. And then. By the time you're leaving, I was spending like an hour and a half to two hours for like a 55 minute workout. It's just it just so hard to work in. And if I try and do it after work, I already have all these things I really want to do, and these things, I, these projects I want to work <laughs> yeah. on. And I, I just doing the gym instead of the projects I want to work on is so hard. But running, while it's not gonna get you like a full body workout necessarily, it's oh, gonna it keep does. you healthy. It does, dude. Running is a full body workout. Swear to God, because I thought when I started running, yeah. it's been eight months now. It, uh, I thought my body composition was going to change a lot. I thought everything was going to lean down a little bit. Yeah. But my body composition has not changed at all. Like, I, I lost, initially, I lost 10 pounds. Okay. 
and then I've been at whatever 170 I think mm-hmm. I've been at 170 for six months yeah it's like it really does like it it engages your core yeah it engages like, almost everything it really does it's like, like your arms and back and chest yep don't really get anything I feel like your arm well you got to hold your arms up I guess you do because after a while like you run or me I do my long runs on the weekends like after six seven miles you're you can feel your yeah. your biceps. It's I think it's one of the best workouts that if you can do it in a way that's safe for your joints and just longevity of the workout, it's probably one of the best workouts for just health. If you just want to be yeah. healthy and you can and it's so quick. Especially yeah. most people can walk out of their front door and run a mile. That's what happens. I like it for me running or or lifting weights is like freaking sleep like I have to I have to get it in yeah. every single day. And if if I can't make it to where I like to run or where I want to lift, I do stuff at home. I'll walk out of the door and run up and down the street. Yeah. Or I'll, like, you saw me one day, I'm doing freaking pull-ups in the backyard and hanging crunches and I crap did, like that. The other day I got to work, and I work in a little small shop where, and I was by there by myself one morning, and, and I was... I was like, okay, I'm going to work some calisthenics into my actual work. So I would work for a little bit, and then I would take a minute and a half to do, like, 20 push-ups. Mm-hmm. And then I would just go back to work. Like, it doesn't take much time. And then there was, a there's like, a doorway that I can do pull-ups on. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was doing, like, a couple bodyweight squats just to try and work my knee out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, this is not, like, that crazy of a workout. And then the next day or two after i i felt it like a lot actually <laughs> and and I was, I was like that's crazy that i could just do this without actually dedicating all of this time to the gym which i hate to do mm-hmm. i hate to dedicate the time to the gym i just do i like going to the gym and i like when i'm there but when i have to actually think about giving up time to do the stuff i would rather be doing it's so hard for me to justify it and I know that it's really important, and I want to try and work it in to where I'm actually working out without taking up so much time. And I think running and calisthenics, for me, has to be the way to... It's, it's the obvious way to do it. But mm-hmm. it's harder to motivate myself to do calisthenics for some reason. Like, because I'm not going See, to a place to do it. I told Adam to do that. He's like, he's like, oh, I really want to get back in the gym. I'm like, dude, every hour on the hour, do 20 push-ups. Yeah. You work you'd a get, nine or ten. Get huge. A, you work a ten-hour shift. You do two hundred push-ups. Yeah, it's like imagine if you did that five days a week for six months. Yeah, you'd be huge. Do you know how how like nice your chest would get? Yeah, it would be insane. It would. But all it takes is on the hour. Just takes that, every hour. Do twenty push-ups. It it just takes that like one time that you say I'm not gonna do it right now. It just sets your whole thing off. No, see. Yeah, you got to get past it. You got to say, I have to do it. It's not like I I don't want, I can yeah. or I don't want to. It's like I have to. To be able to progress your life, yeah. I have to do this. In the backyard on that weird structure that's in the <laughs> yeah. backyard, I really want to put like some bars up <laughs> Yeah, and be able to do like you know, real pull-ups. You can do it straight on the two-by-four. Look at my hands. That's what you I did. Oh, your hands are a little torn my up. My hands are beat up. That's what I did at, at work. I just hooked my fingers over and it's like a, it's a header of the door. Yeah, yeah. exposed. So I just like 
my fingers felt it a little bit, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. And I can actually do more pull-ups than I think I can do. Oh, yeah. I can't do... I can... You got that back, boy. I can do... Got that fat back. Like, really easily I can do, you know, like, a couple sets of five at a time. And that's enough to really feel it the next day if you don't train your back every day. And that's not... Like, you could just do that for free. It's so crazy how free it is to do calisthenics and how much they actually work and how much I don't do them. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I'm done. It's so hard for me. I really want to train. I want to get stronger. I I want to be more powerful. I think training is the key to happiness and longevity. (laughs) Yo. I like these sound effects. This is a really good one. It makes... Oh, sorry. I keep restarting. Hold on. Let me start. It makes anything that you say sound much more <laughs> potent. <laughs> it gives you a lot of credibility. My bladder is getting saying. so full. Mine is too. And I, think. I have to pee. It's time. <laughs> it's time for it's the FED pee break. It must be done. There's no getting around it at this point. <laughs> There's no getting around it. I have to pee. I have to. And I have to start working out. To. My re- my urethra is getting so full. My urethra is full and it is about to blast. I'm going to collapse. <laughs> Jack! <laughs> Give me uh, a kiss. <laughs> okay, let's pee. How was your pee? Pee was good. My pee was really good. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yodi gang, you feel me? Yo. Have you ever heard of the televangelist Kenneth Copeland? Is he the one with the jets and stuff? That yeah. Was, yeah. Have you watched that interview? No. You haven't? No. Look up, look up Kenneth Copeland. We're going to do another video review right now. It, I watched this uh, like a couple of years. Was it a year ago? A couple of years ago, and then I watched it today, and it blows my mind. We're gonna do like you know, hot or not. You remember hot or not? Um, I think so. We're gonna do our spinoff, a demon or not? Okay. Demon or oh yeah, yeah, d- yeah demon or not? Demon. Okay, hold on. Let me start uh, recording it on my laptop so, so I don't. For everyone to... listening, Kenneth Copeland is, is it this a, one Inside yep. Edition. Uh huh. Is a televangelist, and this reporter came up to him one time. Oh, and then yeah, play this cheese. Okay. How are you, sir? We'd just like to ask you about why you don't want to fly commercial. Why have you said that you won't fly commercial? Look at this guy's you eyes. Like Look at his eyes, bro. There's something demons. in there. Why do you think well, that? No, no, listen to me just saying. Not the people. The main reason is because of the need. If, if I flew commercial, I'd have to stop 65% of what I'm doing. That's really the main. Isn't it true that you want to fly commercial? So that First, wait, pause, pause, pause. Guess how old he is. Um, 65. 86. No way. And he says, uh, 
he's God told him that he's going to live to 120 so he can uh like suffer through him to preach his word. He's 86. He dude. looks like pretty good. He's he got looked, a really really nice suit on and he's got Yeah. This is actually a little crazy. Make it bigger. You don't want to make it bigger? Luxury. No. How much money did you pay for Tyler Perry's Gulfstream jet, for example? Well, for example, that's really none of your business. But oh. isn't it the business of your donors? Listen, I paid. <laughs> you kind of caught me off guard here, okay? Certainly. Well, if you'd like to come out here, I'd like to give you a chance to to oh. catch your breath and and have a conversation. We don't want to we don't want to catch you off guard. I love inside edition. You got to get this now. Hey, you listen to me. My my wife thinks inside yeah. edition is oh yeah. Whoa. <laughs> now, he thinks inside edition is oh yeah. I don't know what, what this, is that. Do you I don't hear know that? Where the static is coming from. Thank the you. The demons. Just, let, me, let me pray. Well, let me let me Always just ask you a praying. very simple question. Mm-hmm. A lot of eyes. people think it's unbecoming for a preacher to live a life of luxury and to fly around in private jets. What's your response to that? Very simple. It takes a lot of money to do what we do. We have brought over a hundred. Let's see. This the latest figures just came out. Uh, 122 million people to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me give you another example. Last May, I was scheduled for Lagos, Nigeria. That's a long ways. I had a week off and I was scheduled for Peru. And I prayed about it and I thought, I'm not missing that dedication in Jerusalem. Whoa. Without the airplane that we have that His I bought base. from Tyler yeah. Curry. And I didn't pay anywhere. Tyler's one of the greatest guys. He made it. He made that airplane so cheap for me, I couldn't help but buy it. Whoa, his facial expressions are scary. Okay, all right, but I want to get to the demons because people are very concerned about that comment. Give me a chance here, Inside Edition. I love your eyes. And uh, here's what happened. We flew in 21 days, 70 hours, 40,000 miles, touched five continents, and preached face-to-face personally with 125,000 people. Do you ever... Do you ever use your private jets to go visit your vacation homes, for example? Yes, I do. Okay. Again, getting back to the comment. God approves. You said that you don't like to fly commercial because you don't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. Do you really (laughs) believe that human beings are demons? No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. Oh! That's so scary. Look at his eyes, dude. With flesh and blood, but principalities and power. Can you explain what you meant by that? Oh, that, that's by so that scary. Term? Just, just explain because it's really simple. Wait, you pause, said you pause, didn't pause. Get guess how much his net worth is. Oh, I don't even. I don't even have a guess. You know? I don't even know. I have. I don't know. I don't know. Televangelist. Televangelist. Kenneth Copeland. 
I don't even. I I'm gonna sound dumb if I even make seven hundred and sixty million dollars. That's probably seven hundred percent more than my initial guess. <laughs> Dude, was that is he said? No, we're never putting that on. He, and, and then he his, and then he, he put his him. finger right in that girl's face yeah. and was like, back, "Don't ever back say it, I did." And then he says some weird like flesh, the flesh and blood thing. You really believe that human beings are demons? No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. He gets right up on yeah. her, his look fingers his eye, in her face, and look at his eyes, dude. Oh, that's so horrible. We wrestle not. With flesh and, and blood, straight into a smile. Principalities and power. Why does he seem so evil? Because I think he is. I Have you ever listened to his like sermons? Um, I I was I was doing a little deep dive on him earlier, and yeah, I have. He he just is. He's one of those preachers that does the like the. Uh, the and the Lord said, "Hey, give me an amen," and and the crowd like goes crazy and they're like hey man yeah. they they just like it's like a bunch of ad libs he does like yeah. ad lib church yeah and he he did like a sermon i saw it where he was like responding to this video and he's like insider came out to me and was saying stuff and he, he just kind of like uh, like danced around it and he yeah. said like a couple scriptures <laughs> and uh it, it was super bizarre but uh, I watched a video of his, um, he had these employees at his super mega church or whatever. Yeah. Look up his house, too. Look up Kenneth Copeland's house. Craziest thing. I think it's uh, 16,000 square feet. It's the craziest thing. Um, Ten preacher's mansions. But. How, where do I find, which video? Is it this one? Uh, Inside Kenneth look on Look on images somewhere. Look on images. Um. Yeah, so his employees that worked for him uh, quit, and they went to like this news organization, and they were talking to them, and they're like, "Yeah, the the work environment there was like very slave like." <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's his house, bro. That's one of his houses. Um, in in the oh. reporter in the interview that the Insider Edition interview, that she asks him about like. Uh, what does God think about wealth? And he's like, well, Abraham, something about being really wealthy. And and he basically says, like, when he gets to heaven, he'll confront God himself about the wealth. And it's 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 very bizarre. This guy, I, I watched this interview again today, and I was like, it's so scary. And I don't know how this interviewer, like, stayed composed she really composed herself like talking to this guy but apparently her uh her dad and grandfather were both preachers so she was like she was like saying they were both very poor and whatever they had they gave away because that's kind of what the bible it talks about and she was asking about that he's like he's like i'm here because of of the labor that that they bestowed upon me and like when oh it's super weird it's super weird these like mega church evangelists televangelist guys that guy right there that's a 
freaking demon. He looks like one. His the the image for everybody listening, the image of him pointing at this he's standing like about to get in his car, just like leaning. He looks tall. He's leaning over the door and he's talking to this reporter who did run up on him to be fair. She mm-hmm. ran right up on him when he was not expecting. But he was like him. he didn't say like, "Ah, uh, no, I got to go." Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. "I can talk." He's participating. And he talked for 12 minutes. Yeah, and and he when she says when she brings up a quote that I assume he actually said. I just assume he actually did say that. Yeah. Which that's an assumption, but he points at her and he says, "Don't ever say yeah. don't ever say I said that." And and the point and the stare he gives her is like, and then and then he goes from like looking. he's like evil, and then he smiles. His smile's crazy. He smiles right after. Yeah, like he's like, oh, I have to act like a human. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually insane. the The power and wealth thing is corrupts anybody. I don't care who you are. It does. But- that guy probably started as like really wanting to do good. Him and his. His wife does it too, and and they're like a duo televangelist, yeah. and they're they're both super creepy. Like he was talking uh, at his the sermon where he was explaining this video, and he's like, "Tyler Perry sold me that jet for oh, so cheap." I yeah. did the same thing yeah. where he's like, "I couldn't help but buy it," and whatever. I her name's like Darlene or what something copeland yeah and he's like and and she designed uh, a fresh interior for it and then he just like pauses and then he says like he starts going into tongues or something and uh people who like study tongues i don't really believe in the the whole tongues thing yeah i've been to one of the services where they did tongues and it was it was bizarre but uh he started going into tongues and this like person in the comments who I can't like take their word as truth, but they were like, "Yeah, he doesn't know." Like, that's not tongues, by the way. <laughs> he's just weird. He's just like slurring stuff. But yeah, that stuff. That stuff. Like that dude creeps me the frick out. Like I was watching it earlier, and like his eyes through the screen. I'm like, am I gonna get like possessed by this guy? It feels wrong. It does, and they've been around since the like mid nineties. The dude is eighty six, and he's like, "I'm gonna live to one hundred and twenty," and he looks like, like you said, he's like, he looks like he's sixty two or sixty five or whatever. Yeah, like, but a healthy sixty two. Yeah, his hand looks a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got like the liver spots. He's got the demon hand. Yeah, he does. God, yeah, but I want to. I wanted to. I want to tell the people about that because it's super weird. That is really strange. I tried to look up some like conspiracies about him, but there's nothing out there about him. Weird. It's, it's just like everything like evil kind of came off of this interview, which uh, Insider Edition, that's crazy. He's like, I love Insider Edition. Don't you ever talk about my word Don't like you that. Say what I said. Yeah. And then he smiles. He's like, hey. <laughs> Tyler Perry. <laughs> Tyler Perry gave me a real good deal on that jet. He gave me a great deal on that jet. I could not buy it. I've never had a better deal on a jet. The and jet, I bought a lot of jets. The jet uh, is worth $45 million. <laughs> 
He's like, but I got a good deal on it. <laughs> I remember when this video came out. I don't think I I watched like part of it when it came out, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, the whole interview is. Oh, anyone out there watch watch the uh, Insider Edition? Yeah, uh, it's the Kenneth first. Copeland. It's like the first thing yeah, that, come yeah. up, that comes up when you type just Kenneth Copeland. Watch that whole interview because it is bizarre. Nine point six million views. It is bizarre. Full interview. Preacher Kenneth Copeland defends lavish lifestyle. Lavish. It's so weird. That always creeps me out. Even just the big churches mm-hmm. in general creep me out. Like the Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein doesn't seem as like evil. Yeah. As this guy, but he does like the mega church, mega money type yeah. thing. Um, you like uh, you almost question if they're like even in it. Like, they're even Christians. Yeah. Or they're just, like, business people that have a script. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because they know they can make all this money off of it. I mean, and all they have to do is, I mean, you could probably repeat, you could probably go to a small church, Mm -hmm. just listen to the sermon, record it, memorize it, and repeat it. And then you sound like you're, I mean, that person is, like, a real kind of theologian that's, learning about this stuff and has dedicated their lives to it and if you can just copy what they say no one's gonna find out no and even if they say it they'll be like what that's what i said i'm the big i'm the bigger player yeah you copied me oh it's crazy that's what uh started to happen at our old church that's what it just got too big yeah and money like the money involved they made this new eight million dollar campus and uh it just money gets involved and it just freaking it explodes money is especially a, with yeah. religion which is why that leads us right into our um not having a sponsor <laughs> into our sponsor <laughs> <laughs> our sponsor is us we don't have enough money for more microphones we don't have enough <laughs> press and hold it i can't we don't have enough money my for finger's not strong stands. enough i'm not we don't strong have enough. enough money for a better camera but we still have the best podcast of all time. Yo. Are they going Yo. at the same time? King. No, they can't no, no, go no. at the same time. That's <laughs> one, of the, one of the drawbacks. No, I, that, that's kind of the cool thing about... I mean, I, I think that they're being in, like, middle to upper middle class. Which now, to be considered upper middle class isn't even... Like, you're not balling. No, you're not balling, but you're not balling, but you ain't sinking. It's just where you put your money is the weird thing. Like, if yeah. you want to be in a fancy house in a nice neighborhood with nice cars, that's where all your money goes if you're upper middle class. That's the thing. Is like the upper middle class aren't even like. Uh, I feel like they're not even like financially stable. They just like got a, like a forty-five year loan. Yeah, and really good credit score. Yep. Yeah. I got really good credit score, dude. My my dad showed me his credit score. It's four points away from eight fifty. That's really good. Which is max. I'm at seven fifty. Yeah, I'm somewhere around there. Mine's pretty good because of student loans. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that, that devil sauce. You know what I mean. Mm, good that discovery. You're gonna log in on the pod. Oh, it, it won't let me. It won't let me. <laughs> Uh, I can't can't tell you what my credit yeah. score is. Do you see that meme where it was like the guy's credit score came back as four? 
<laughs> it was like this might be the worst credit score of all time. <laughs> like that's worse than not even ever having a line of credit. Yeah, I know. You started like what five hundred or six hundred, something like that. Like just ha- opening a line of credit and just like you start yeah, at you... like a reasonable number, uh-huh. and then it just goes up or down from there quick. Ooh, I got upgraded to that uh, Quicksilver. Are you looking up your uh, FICO score? My credit score. FICO score? What is that? FICO is like the way they do it. Uh, see my new score. Credit-wise. Oh, 748. 748. Let me see what mine is. Let me see what mine is. I'm in the like great to excellent range. How are you looking at yours? Um, On my... Capital One app. Okay, I'm looking on my uh, Discover app. I don't know. I don't remember where to see. What is the saver one? I got pre-approved. 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 3% cash back on dining, entertainment, published streaming services, and grocery stores, plus 1% on all the purchases. That's pretty good. What did you say your number was? Uh, 748. I'm 785. No! Yeah, I have a better credit score than you. Air. <laughs> we used to walk around campus, me and some of my friends, uh, when we were freshmen, and we were just trying to like be funny. We'd walk around campus at night because we were we would go get ice cream every night at the library. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when we were walking there, we'd walk by like groups of people, and we would say like ridiculous things. <laughs> and uh, one of my friends was just like, "You know, I'd take a good credit score over a good head any day." <laughs> <laughs> and we were like. <laughs> What? <laughs> and the, and the atta- it was like four like pretty attractive girls walking next to us at the yeah. time. They all broke their necks looking over. I would liked when we got in an elevator because I would say the most crazy stuff. Like yeah. as the door was closing. <laughs> oh, no. Like as the door was closing, I'd say the most like insane stuff. Like that hurts you, my soul. I, I'd be like, the door is closing. I'd be like, you know my uh Hemorrhoid cream is on back order. Oh my know. god! I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go to class. That hurts my. Soul. I would just say, and then the the door would close, and the person that was in there would just be so trapped, and it was so funny. Are there uh, those Instagram reels where like they're doing that type of stuff? Can you like I I get to the point where like I can't watch it because of the secondhand like embarrassment thing. Yeah, like I I can't. I like, like it, it. It hurts. Okay, you like it. But I like... Tr- it sounds like... It's almost <laughs> cocky. I guess it kind of is cocky. I like seeing how far... Not not disrespecting anybody. Making somebody uncomfortable to me isn't disrespecting them. Unless you're putting them in like a weird sexual position, which I don't... Like that, I don't mess Whoa, with at all. Like upside down? Or no, what? like you can mess with a girl and, and, and <laughs> make them feel like they're in danger. Like that's not what I'm talking Putting about. Putting them in a weird sexual position. Yeah, upside down. Hanging them from the roof? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying like I don't mess with people to the point where they think they're in danger. That's that's different. But but when you just make them... You, you're just saying something to your friend that's supposed to never come out. Yeah. And it's not like you're recording it for clout. You're just doing it for fun. Is so funny. I love it. Just making people feel uncomfortable that they're there is so fun. Just thinking a weird or making them start to laugh. <laughs> but you know they go. They oh, go I back. hate putting girls in weird sexual positions. But but the guy that was stuck in the elevator with me while I was saying weird stuff. You know that's one of his stories he tells. Yeah. 
And it was just, he was like, I was stuck in the elevator with the weirdest guy ever. And it's me. and Mr. Hemorrhoid Cream. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, talk about. Yo. Yo. I like how we just made our thing his thing. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Necessarily, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fulcrum, come in. <laughs> yeah. Yo, the gang, you feel me? Oh, my God. Oh, something else that happened in the past two weeks. The pod started popping off. <laughs> Let's freaking go. You know what I have to say about that? What? Yeah. <laughs> so we got... Let me. I'll, I'll look up the, the live numbers. Yeah. As of filming this uh, Friday... April 28th, 2023. Our pod uh, 19, which is like for almost a month. It's almost a month ago. Mm-hmm. Almost a month ago. Mm-hmm. 1,316 views. Wow. 40 likes and 100% like to dislike ratio. Wow. And that's our best one. But even since then, like all the numbers are just cracking up on... Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. D- dude, you've ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> you actually ruined it. <laughs> I was going to sneeze. I had to sneeze. The urge was creeping up in me to sneeze. Inside of me. And then I reached the worst up thing inside that could have and stole it. Possibly happened. Happened. <laughs> Gus. I stole it with 13 bless yous. Ruined my sneeze. <laughs> I love that sound effect. That one's in the place of my crotch. And this one's in the place of the burp. Yeah. Which is slightly yeah. less annoying than the yeah. burp. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that would have been terrible. Just bonked that yangling almost all over the laptop. That would have been awful. It would have been. But yeah, I, I appreciate everybody. I mean, the retention usually doesn't get to this point, but all all the people listening do appreciate the numbers. Yeah, it's awesome. It's cool because, like kind of I was saying earlier today, is that every podcast that that actually makes it big starts to make a lot of money. Yeah. And right now we're not making any money. Uh, we've made money. We've we've made some money, but overall we're net <laughs> negative. Net negative, but we've made a little bit of money thanks to you guys. Yeah. Um. I the numbers the numbers is fun because it, it gets to like a gamify system. It, it is, yeah. And and I'm a hyper competitive person, and I know we're not competing with anyone except the algorithm. Yeah. But it. It does show like like from the first few episodes they were getting like six views or whatever yeah. to like having over a thousand views on on one video like it it shows a lot and uh, hopefully you'll be able to to continue keeping keeping at it and it's cool having some people on like 
Jaybird, having him on last episode is so cool because I yeah, know he's is. on the, his precipice of just blowing up. He's blowing up right now. He's Look at currently. His, remember when he was on? He was at 120 monthly listeners on Spotify. Okay. Um, currently, he is at, I looked the other day because it was just crazy. Um, he's at 167. So he's gone up 47,000. Which is a big percentage too. It's not just a it's, big number no, it's b- a build; percentage. it's a huge percentage. And his his 2017, which he said was just about to hit a million when he was in here, is 1.1 million. Damn. Uh, his, I mean, it's just crazy. It's just crazy the numbers, the numbers. I'm excited for him for that but it's also cool to have i really wanted to get him on before he was like (laughs) too big to get him on not no not even (laughs) that not even that i wanted to get him on and record in history this yeah this him you know him now is so cool that's like which i thought i thought he was just he was hilarious he's fun and and you didn't know him as well going into it you didn't know him at all no Uh, and i i worked with him i spent hours with that dude just bullshitting but yeah it's fun to just like have somebody who's you actually are rooting for, yeah. who's doing something cool and working hard. Yeah, and you you just know like <clears throat> as soon as he said that dark horse drops, he's gay. I know he's gonna pop off from that. Yeah, that's gonna be like the uh, it's gonna send him to the moon. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And then we get uh we get Trump on. <laughs> Trump's next. Yeah. It's a big. Uh, he's about to pop off. I think. <laughs> I think he's he's ju- he's on the precipice. People of don't really off. know his name yet, but they will. They will. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't even know if I can handle. Okay, not just saying Trump, but like a famous person. Like if Kanye reached out in our DMs and was like, "Could I come on the pod?" I don't know if I could handle it. I feel like once we had him here, it wouldn't feel that weird. It wouldn't feel that weird, but it's like I don't know. It's just like the. Uh, Leading up to it would be so stressful, but once we had him here, it's just a regular dude you're talking to. Yeah. I really think that's how it would be, like, talking to somebody that famous. You'd just be like, once you start to talk to him, <laughs> you're like... You'd be like, and then they, then you gas the juice. <laughs> <laughs> what if it gets to the point where no one will put him on a platform anymore? Except, I love except juice, us. but I also love uh, Nazis. <laughs> I can't believe he's doing this crap. <laughs> I would love to get some of that content on here because we're not big enough yet where it really matters that much. <laughs> if we say like anti-Semite Anti-Semitic. Yep. Anti-Semite. You're no. an anti-Semite if you are like... <coughs> if you don't... I guess if you, if you speak against or you act against the Jewish folk... You're anti-Semitic if you feel against them or you speak against them. Jew, the Jews. The Jewish people is very interesting to me because... (laughs) because Their hair and their noses are very interesting to me. Yeah, but they're really the only group of white people that have had a major travesty in the past, like couple hundred years that we really know like remember yeah 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 so that's the reason it hits so hard is because of like drip so hard yeah that's actually that little baby song was about (laughs) the the holocaust 
Oh, the Nazis were drippy though. Did you hear that? Uh, Louis, Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. They had yeah. the the LV on their suits or whatever. Yeah, and uh, like Audi made Hitler a custom supercar and like <laughs> all these german brands because they're just like the german brands and he's the dude in charge so of yeah, course they're gonna take yeah, the they contract didn't know, they didn't know he was doing that <laughs> that really is <laughs> i saw a funny thing where it was like there was this uh there was this headline i'm totally botching this and i won't be able to find it right now it's just a, like a weird instagram meme but the headline was something about like anti-semitic com uh anti-semitic environment is at an all-time high in germany right now and then a dude pops in he's like ever are you sure all time ever all time high all time high really right now now all time ever (laughs) it's just so funny (laughs) that is hilarious ever Oh, I saw that video today. It popped up on my Instagram. It was um, Hitler at the like, like thirty-eight Olympics, nineteen thirty-eight <laughs> Olympics. He was like, uh, he was tweaking on meth. Yeah, he's like, he's like rocking back yeah. and forth, which is crazy. Yeah, a lot of those dudes were taking amphetamines. Amphetamine is up. meth. Yeah, it is an amphetamine. It's called methamphetamine. Yep. Look. This uh this pod that that we were talking about this one no 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 the episode nineteen relationships is it called yeah. hundred and nine views in the last forty eight hours on YouTube wow it's it's fun to have people actually yeah. watching it and that and was the that was the re- I know I think I just asked this but it was the relationship one yeah let's see what's our average the YouTube is crazy because you can see all this stuff I guess we have to go deeper average percentage viewed is 1.3 percent which is not even bad because yeah. it's a two hour and six minute video that was a deep pod that was the end was really the payoff it really was. you can see how many people click subscribe from that video 15 people give a note yep what's your note say <laughs> you pulled a note he pulled a note out of his pocket it's a crumpled up piece of paper that's ripped a little bit <laughs> and you're reading it what does it say i'm so interested it now. was a i was trying to remember stuff from the past like three weeks that we were backed <laughs> up and so i wrote it down <laughs> pulled out a cr- like it's the crustiest piece of paper <laughs> it's got like it's all torn up <laughs> it just came out of nowhere <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> I remember my dad called me gay for eating lunch. <laughs> what? Your dad called you gay? <laughs> so we ride around with my dad all day in the truck, and we were on our way home one time. He does this all the time. And, and I, he's like, "Man, I'm hungry." I'm like, "I'm like, yeah. What are you gonna eat?" And he's like, "Probably an egg salad." And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I probably do a." Um, I'm probably going to do like a tuna wrap, something like that. He's like, uh, a tuna wrap? He's like, dude, that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is it more gay than your egg salad, dude? <laughs> and he's like, it just is. <laughs> that's all it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, egg salad? <laughs> dude, that is gay. Oh, that's funny. Your tuna wrap is gay. And then uh, another thing we missed. Um, 
we'll get to this next time, I guess. But uh, Matthew McConaughey's Art of Living. What's that? He, the the like webinar that he did. I didn't see that. You didn't see it? No. My aunt paid forty dollars for like torn up. the VIP. Don't look at the paper, dude. <laughs> it's about the thoughts. Anyway, he did a webinar. It was probably one of one of the funniest things. I was in the coffee shop and I got an email because I signed up for the webinar because it was free. Yeah. And I got an email. It's like the webinar's live. <laughs> oh, I got the vi- actually got the video. Hold on. I took a screen record. I was in the coffee shop. I just started busting out laughing in the coffee. Oh, sorry, my port's closed. I gotta open it up for you. You can insert now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to plug his phone in for everybody listening. I'm trying to plug the phone in. Yeah, so I I would just bust it out laughing in the middle of this <laughs> coffee shop. Everyone was looking at me. Because <laughs> I open it to freaking this. Perfection! My <laughs> finances! Get a bongo. My father, <laughs> hiding, control, letting go, <laughs> hurt, pain, money, and perfection, debt, abuse, <laughs> being average, my daughter, forgiveness. Disorganization, being alone, burden, losing it all. I eat too much, solitude, irrelevance, I'm a burden, abandonment, trust, being alone, falling on my face. Yeah, chat. Yeah, chat. Tell me what's up. Tell me what's up, chat. Give me all right, all right, all right in the chat, please. When I opened the <laughs> webinar too, and I just I couldn't stop laughing. He's dude. such a funny guy. Oh my god! Perfection, love. Oh, my oh gosh, that was so funny. I need to watch the whole webinar. That was the only part that I could like watch. Oh, this is so bizarre. And my aunt paid forty dollars for the VIP package. No way. Yeah, and you know which aunt did that. That's the art of living, baby. Matthew O'Connor. And at, at the end, apparently, they did a... Um, he's under a lot of backlash right now because at the end, they were like, uh, this is a $3,000 value, and it's only $997 today. What? Uh, like his uh, package. Oh. You get a picture of his package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was, like, it was like one of those webinar, like, cash grab things mm-hmm. i'm not sure like what you get for it but it was funny i looked at the list and it was like it was like this it was like knocked off it's like a thousand dollars a thousand dollars and then it was like access to the communities and like priceless <laughs> <laughs> what a dude he's a crazy guy he is a crazy guy and then that was on my list and then the bar in Coates was on my list. Oh. Which was that bar is hilarious. Yeah, so at the at the end yeah, and kind of in the middle at in the kind of the middle of last episode, um you heard Bubs call us 
and she was like, "Do you want to go to the bar?" Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Yep. And we were like, <laughs> and and I was and, like, and we were like, I don't know if we'll have time. I honestly don't. I don't think we might run out of time. And I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I I really thought like like we had Jay here. I felt so bad for doing that too. No, 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 because, like, I, I was hanging out with him, and I didn't know. Yeah, because like, you said no, and I, I, just was like, said, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, I don't think I'll be able to go because I because I was hanging out with him, and I'm not, <laughs> I, I hate when people switch up like that. It just bothers me, and and I'm the one who invited him over, like, and he's my actual, like, friend, too, besides, yeah. so I was like, absolutely no, I'm not going to just, like, ditch him and tell him to leave, like, so I was hanging out with him, and then he had to go, too. So I was like, I was, you guys hadn't even left yet. So I was like, hey, I'm actually, I'm coming. Just give me a sec. And uh, mm-hmm. so we ended up going to this, that bar in Coates, North Carolina, which is kind of the middle of nowhere, North Carolina. Very rural. And we ride out there and it is the craziest thing I've ever seen because Campbell University is out there in the middle of nowhere, North Carolina, and it's a bunch of Southern folk. And yeah, Campbell's they, in Bowie's Creek. And they all <laughs> crawl over to Coates for this bar. And it was the craziest thing in my life. Like, I've been to bars in Raleigh where, you know, everybody's like preppy and, yep. you know, like kind of there's like this affluent like group of people who are just hanging out, you know, yes. college kids. They're like, oh, I'm out at the club. Yeah, <laughs> and then you have this Coats group, which is like, these the are club. the bars they sing about in country songs. Yeah, really. And they were, and there was karaoke. And you almost cried. I almost cried. <laughs> I almost cried when the karaoke guy got up. <laughs> this This dude got up there during karaoke and sang, what song was it? It was some really good song. Wasn't it a... Uh... Oh, you have it, yeah. I have a video of it. What song was it? Wasn't it like a uh, Frank Sinatra song? I wanted my... That's me screaming, yeah, in the yeah, background. And that was an old guy singing. That he was wasn't, old. That wasn't... The speakers, no, the, no, no, like uh, the music. It was this random kind of older dude getting up there oh, and singing. Me. He was so good, and he was smiling so big the Isn't whole time. Thir- was Thursday? It was a Thursday night, and I shook so his insane. hand after. Like I saw him different place in the bar, and I shook his hand. And I was like, "Man, that was so good!" And he sh- he had the firmest grip ever, and he smiled at me. And I said that was so good. He's like, standing right no, you. you guys were so good. Yep. Thank you. And and I like warmed up inside. Yeah. I felt so good, and he felt so good. And it was just this crazy bar in the middle moment. of nowhere. But but and there is a but. What's a but? All of the girls <laughs> at this bar in the middle of nowhere were not very attractive. Oh. Oh, let, oh, yeah. I said to you, I was like, dude, the difference between an NC State club or bar yeah. is that the girls, like, want you to walk up to them and, like, uh, initiate the first move. These girls lock eyes oh, with you. Yeah. They lock eyes with, like, 
Yeah. Like they're freaking fish getting their little food. And I was They I, lock eyes with you and they don't come off until you like go around the corner. There was a couple of times I was walking so obviously with Bubs. Like yeah. it was so obvious I was with her. And these girls were like just staring at me like they were hungry. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? They were crazy. They and looked crazy. This like six year old dude started hitting on Bubs right behind me. And I, I, saw I was that, yeah. at the bar, and he was like, well, then where's your man to her? And she said, she pointed at me, and he just turned like 180 degrees, and I was right there. I he, was right there. He shook my hand, and he was like... Because he said something vulgar about Bubs to me, and I was like, she's my sister, man. <laughs> and he's like, whoa! <laughs> where's your man? And I was right behind. Yep. It was That was a crazy bar. It was packed. And there was a food truck. The food truck was amazing. Got like jerk chicken. It actually was. And then there was all these guys riding up on motorcycles, which everybody who listens to the pod knows that we're real big on motorcycles. Yeah. Next time we go, we got to pull up on the hogs. Oh, 100%. That was a crazy... I want to go again. I do want to go again. I do want to go. Yeah, yeah. That that bar is cool. It was fun. It's the only like bar, like... It's not a club at all, but no. It's like the bar club scene that it I've was actually a popping bar that I've enjoyed. It was popping. It was actually fun. Like the Yo! The, the Raleigh bars are always stupid. There's a bunch of freaking uh just everyone's too hammered to have yeah. fun. Like at this bar, everyone was like pretty composed. Like ready to potentially drive home in the next couple hours. Yeah. yeah. Everyone at the the Glenwood bars is under 21. Yeah. And like just wasted, just, yeah, just tripping over themselves. Dudes asking for ecstasy or whatever. Yeah, it's just like it's dirty. No, I I think it was a lot of fun. It was, but in like a unexpected way for sure. I do want to ride the bikes there next time though for yeah. sure. We could go there on not a crazy night and just like hang out at the bar. I also there's a biker bar four minutes from here. Corky's, Corky's that where. I'm not gonna say weird because I'm not gonna speak for you. Weird. I'm, I'm hype. A nervous to go there. I am too because I feel like it's a yeah. real biker bar. Yeah, and I don't want to show up on my Honda and be like, all these guys are like, ups- I don't want to go hey. meet bikers hey. that hey. don't hey. like me. We were born here. I know. Just because we ride but the like, Japs doesn't mean we are the Japs, I dude. Know, yeah, but but the thing is, I don't want to. Sh- to have like a bad taste in my mouth from bikers because I love riding motorcycles, but that's just my bullshit. Like, yeah, dude, we gotta yeah. go to Corky's. We gotta do it because I feel like I feel like they're good people there. They they have to be because it's such a cool environment. And and it's always so, so many close. There's so many people, dude. Too, yeah. If if we ever even like if we drank too much there, we could walk home and it would take twenty minutes through the woods. It would take twenty minutes, not even. It'd yeah, take ten minutes. Yeah, it's a couple miles. Yeah. We could run home. Run. We could run there. We and we're like, oh, we swear we have bikes. Yeah. <laughs> we run there in our helmets. You pull up a picture. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. I have a motorcycle. <laughs> mm, yeah. I wasn't able to bring it though, because I have had too many beers. Because I was nervous. I swear it's a Harley. I was I swear very it's nervous. A Harley. <laughs> okay, Gus. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. We, we gotta have go to, to get bed up early. Yeah, we gotta do Brad time. It's Brad time in the morning. We gotta ride the bikes out there. Yeah, we. Got, I gotta pack. 
Oh yeah, for this weekend. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yep, 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 yep. I have to edit this pod at the lake. Yo. Goodbye, guys. Bye,